to another episode of Black Girls Bonding. I'm so excited to be back with y'all today. I gotta say, I am so in my happy place right now. It's nice and crisp here in Atlanta. I think fall may just be here to stay. Um, If you know anything about Atlanta, it's that we have three to four fall starts to the fall, right? Like, It'll be cool, then it'll get hot again, but it looks like it'll be chilly for the foreseeable future, so I'm here for that. I just love the season so much. It's such a good time to relax, chill out, and just cozy up, so super excited to take advantage of all of that. That, um, another reason for my happy place is that work has leveled off quite a bit, so I'm just happy all the way around. All right, so y'all know I talked a little while ago about um, how I want to start each week with some gratitude. So I'm going to do that today. Uh, I have a lot, a lot, a lot to be thankful for, to be grateful for. But I think the highlight of this week for me is twofold. Um, One, my sister and her family came to town for a visit, which was really nice. Like, it's always good to be able to spend time with um, family, particularly your sisters. Uh, it's not lost on me. The whole topic of this show is all about sisterhood. So to be able to spend some time with the sister that I grew up with is really, really nice. Um, and her children, it's lovely. My niece and nephew. And then um, I went to go see D- Dave Chappelle live. So listen, probably like, I want to say like six or seven years ago, maybe longer, when I lived in New York, he had come into town. It was when he was on tour and had like musical guests as a part of the lineup. And I always regretted not being able to see that show, right? It was just something that I like always look back on and I'm like, oh, I wish I could have gone there. But I made a vow to myself in that moment that if he ever were to come to my city ever again, I'm booking tickets. So I just happened to see he was going to be in town. This was probably like a month ago. And I immediately purchase tickets for that. What I did not anticipate was just feeling so worn down by life at that point to the point y'all I'm not proud of this but to the point that like yesterday I was like or not yesterday sorry earlier in the week when I went I was like please Dave Chappelle it is okay if you cancel all will be forgiven it's all good. Um, Luckily that did not happen and he kept his show I pushed on and I went despite the cold and all that craziness. And it was such a good time. He had such like, he had like an all star uh, folks, group of people opening for him. Donnell Rollins, Kevin Hart, even T.I. Bless his heart. Um, took a, 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 took his turn at the mic. Um, I don't know if y'all know this, but I guess he's trying to do comedy now. Um, so it was it was interesting to be able to see him up there. Like I, I really do admire his courage and pivoting. It has to be hard, especially when you're famous for one thing to switch to something else. So I definitely appreciate that about him. Um, but again, sorry, back to the point. I am grateful that I had an opportunity to see Dave Chappelle li- live. I am extremely happy that I pushed through and went because when I tell you I laughed all night and laughter truly truly is so good for the soul so I'm so grateful that I was able to 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 do that all right so on to today's topic so today 
I want to address some things because honestly, I'm just so tired and not in the physical sense anymore. Thank God. But just tired of shit that I've been seeing for so long. So all week on each of my social media channels, like everything that I check, which is not much these days, but all I've been seeing is some thing that went viral that went viral. I guess it's a list of places that women absolutely should not go on first dates, right? And this list is long and it's dumb, but whatever. It's it's just a long list. Um and, you know, maybe I shouldn't say it's dumb because each is old, but there are a couple of restaurants that I frequent. Thank you very much. Uh, because not even that they're like delicious, but like, okay, whatever. It's fine. It's good food. It's like you go, you, you have a good time. Um, because at the end of the day, I don't care what nobody say. I like the cheesecake. I like that brown bread, but whatever. I digress. That's not even what I want to discuss. Um, what I want to discuss is sort of the spirit behind it, right? I often talk about how women are constantly told what they should be doing all the time. They're constantly told that they're not enough or they're too much. And, you know, it's just constant, you know, control over women's bodies and minds that I'm just so exhausted from. Right. And so to me, this list is just another example of that. Now, first of all, rumor has it, and I cannot confirm this, but rumor has it that the list was actually written by a man. And if that's, True, right? I think that's what's at the core of the problem. Going back to what I originally said about women's bodies and minds, and you feeling it, it, it just feels like that's the business of everyone um, instead of each individual woman's decision on how it is that they move forward and what they decide to do with their lives. But um, to me, if it is truly written by a man, it seems like the intention was to cause confusion and just to stir up shit and cause and create even more division in women. Um, and I honestly see two sides of this argument. If I'm really, really honest, um, one is that it shouldn't matter where you go on a date, right? Like it's all about the connection and getting to know someone. But then the other was that women, humans, people are allowed to have standards um, and we should be able to say where we want to go and who we want to go with. It's okay for us to want luxury. It's okay for us to not want to frequent certain restaurants. Like, I think all of that is fine. But again, it's the spirit. Um, so number one, yes, you should go out on a date with a person based on who they are, not necessarily where they take you. And it's also okay to have standards. And if you decide to have a list about on, on places that you simply don't want to go. Um, and to me, you know, as I kind of alluded to a little bit ago, it goes back to that notion that women are monoliths, right? Like that we're monolithic, that we all should have the same standards, the same interests, the same opinions. And obviously that's just not the case, right? Like, so if you don't like chain restaurants, go to one. You shouldn't be forced or feel like you're forced to go on, go to one on a date. But on the other hand, if you don't care about where your date takes you, because that's not what's most meaningful to you, then you should be able to stand up in that too. You, you have to, at the end of the day, do what works for you. And I've said many, many times that social media can be a very powerful tool, right? We've seen how it can build and cultivate relationships, that it helps 
with communication in a lot of ways. It can alleviate any feelings of isolation. It helps keep friends connected. I mean, I can go on and on and on about the benefits of social media, but I think the dark side is that oftentimes it can make you feel othered or make you feel like your choices and preferences are somehow wrong. And I just want to come on here and remind folks that they're not wrong, sis. You need to do what works for you, period, you, right? Like it goes back to that same argument that has been happening forever and ever, right? Because again, as women, we're always being told what to do. But this one argument that I know I've been seeing for at least 10 years around marriage and if you and your husband or you and your partner split bills, that you are not actually in a marriage, that you are just roommates. And to me, if that is your perspective, that is fine. It is just your perspective, right? So you, it, it, it's, I think the issue with social media is that folks put out these blanket statements and they position them as truth. And I just don't think that that is fair or responsible, right? Like people get to have varying opinions and get to approach their lives in different ways. There's not just one way, right? And even going back to the the dating list that we started started off talking about, again, do what you want, right? If you if you want to only go to fancy restaurants, that's fine. If you don't give a shit about the restaurant, that's also fine. I think my only word of caution as it relates to this is just to be clear on what you want, not what you are told that you should want. I'm going to say that again. Be clear on what you want, not what others tell you that you should want. I want all of us to kind of investigate why, why we want certain things. Is it that we want it because we genuinely like it? Or is it because our worth is all tied up in that stuff, right? So for example, if you're only willing to go to really high-end restaurants, right? Again, it's your choice. And perhaps you're like, listen, if I'm going out to eat, that is the only place I want to go. I'm going to spend a shit ton of money. That's what I deserve. I only want to eat at nice places when I go out to eat. That's totally fine. But if you are somehow making a connection between the places that you go and your worth, then I would just encourage you to investigate that a little bit more. That's it. And on the other side, if you're super relaxed about dating and you're like, I don't care where we go. doesn't matter. Take me wherever. It's all good if you genuinely just don't give a fuck about where you go. I support that, right? Like if, if that is who you are, but if you're only doing it because you're scared to ask for what you really want or a little afraid that you'll be perceived as being too much, asking for too much, I'm going to ask that you investigate that too, right? All I'm saying here in this particular example, right? Dating is hard enough as it is. It's a mind fuck in so many ways. It's so hard to get to know people and push past your own insecurities, your own issues, and, you know, be presented with somebody else's insecurities and somebody else's issues. And to be vulnerable enough to get to know someone, but not so vulnerable that you share too much information, to try to put your best foot forward while also being your full authentic selves. Like, it's just so fucking hard as it is. So why put this additional pressure on yourselves? I would just say, do your best not to listen to the trolls on the internet. 
I have learned in recent months, months, I want to say recent years, but that's just not true. In recent months that usually if binary advice is offered, it ain't good advice, right? Like if somebody says it's this or that, it's luxury this or it's, you know, low level that, then usually there's something in between that's just fine, right? I was recently introduced to this concept of a third way, right? Like usually we come up with, all right, well, I'm going to either do it, you know, do the thing A or I'm going to do thing B. Often there's a C. Many, many times there's a D and an E. The point is our minds sometimes gravitate to just one or the other, but in actuality, there's lots of room in the middle. And so I, I just want to encourage us all to recognize that there are new wa- nuanced approaches to do things. And again, <laughs> going back to the dating, it's already so hard. I have so many single girlfriends that are like, the dating pool is murky. Someone peed in this pool, right? So in that instance, you have to do what works best for you. Learn and grow by using your own standards and measures, not some shit that somebody on the internet told you you should be doing. Because respectfully, fuck them. Only you know you. Only you know your standards, your desires, your interests, your passions. And yes, you'll bump your head trying to figure it out, but you bump your head. Don't let the battle scars of somebody else influence what you should be doing. And that, I know that is hard. Trust me. I have lived my life in a lot of ways based on other people's fears and other people's mishaps and, you know, them projecting it onto me and me taking it as the gospel. That ain't it, sis. That ain't it. Do you. Do what works for you. Fuck the internet in a lot of ways. Curate your social media so that it's uplifting and actually helpful to you and that you're not, like, on there always feeling like you're doing something wrong. Because I can assure you, you are not. You got this, girl. All right. On to some bonding. We talked a little bit last week about Jada. And I had the opportunity to see her while she was here in Atlanta. I was so super excited to see her just because I wanted her to go in depth on some topics. I was curious to hear, you know, some answers that I had questions to. Um, And I just have to say, I was really disappointed. Not with her. I think Jada was amazing. Um, I went with one of my girlfriends and we had a lovely time. In fact, we used it as an opportunity to connect deeper with each other. Right. So it was it was really good in a lot of ways. But I got to say, the woman that interviewed her and I'm not going to give her name. I mean, you can very easily look it up, but I'm not going to do it. I just didn't feel like she took the time to connect with Jada in the way that needed to be connected. If I'm really honest, it felt like she was really lazy with it. Some of the facts that she quoted were just wrong. Um, Movies that she said were just wrong. Like it just was off. I just felt like she did not do her research. And that annoyed me. It annoyed me because I wondered, and I don't know, cause I don't know this woman. I know, I do know that she is a journalist. So that was a little um, off putting that she did not do her homework. So I know that she's a journalist. I know that she works in mainstream media, but I couldn't help but wonder, was she being so lazy because it was black women? And so she felt like she could kind of way with kind of get away with just being black and asking questions as opposed to actually doing research. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, I think sometimes there are some black people 
that don't put their all into things because they think just showing up and being black is enough, right? And not necessarily taking the time to do their homework, to do the research like they would do for like a, a mainstream, you don't see my air quotes, a mainstream article or something that's going to the general population, again, air quotes, as opposed to just black women. I think sometimes folks take shortcuts with us and that is what kind of pissed me off because it was such an opportunity for us to have such a deep and rich conversation. And I don't think that opportunity was taken. So I'm annoyed, but it was good to see her. And I was also able to have a really good conversation with my home girl, but that lady needs to do better. She really does. She needs to do better by us. And that's all I'm gonna say on that. Anyway, y'all it's been great as always. Thank you for listening again. Again, if you have any feedback, ideas on topics, please hit me at blackgirlsbonding at gmail.com. Otherwise, please, 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 if you're liking the show, review it on wherever you're picking up your podcast, wherever you're listening to podcasts. And feel free to share this with another black woman that you could ben- that you think could benefit from it. All right. Y'all have a good couple of weeks. I will see you soon again. Thank you for listening. Talk to you later. Bye.